1: We're excited to welcome in ESPN's Mina Kimes. Of course, you see her on NFL Live. She's got her show on YouTube as well, the Mina Kimes show featuring her dog, Lenny, which is phenomenal. So, Mina, it's great to have you on the show. And, and a lot of people here appreciated your comments about three, four weeks ago. You were one of the only national media members, I think, that said you thought the Chiefs could still end up in the AFC title game.
2: You know, I, I have been riding the Chiefs train since the beginning, which, I like, I say that like it's it's some kind of, uh, I don't know, bold take, and it, and it shouldn't be. We're talking about Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, Super Bowl champion. But there were a lot of points this season when I think a, a, it would be an understandable for most people to get off. But I still believe, uh, you know, the defense kind of – carried me at points. I believed in the improvement of the offense or the ability to improve. And I'm feeling pretty good about it now. A little nervous, obviously it's a tough game this weekend. You're underdogs, but I, I still believe and I'm picking the Chiefs to win.
0: How big of a difference do you think there is talent wise between these two teams? There's at times, Mina, where I think they might be carbon copies of each other. They get to the quarterback, mm. everything, et cetera. Do you think that there's a big talent difference between them? Between the teams, not the quarterback, the right?
2: Yes. Um, I think they're 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 they kind of net out pretty similar. There's differences. I think the Chiefs' defense right now is better. A lot of that is also a reflection of all the injuries on the Bills' defense, which um, is something I'm, I, to really monitor closely because I think it'll make a huge difference in this game whether those linebackers, Taryn Johnson, is their corner, whether they're injured. Um, so I think that when, when you weigh the defenses, I think the Chiefs' defense is, is better and certainly healthier. Offensively, um, Bills probably have, an, well, certainly have an advantage at skill players. But then I think both offensive lines I would probably put on par with each other. Both run games kind of similar, so they're not too far apart when you just go head to head in all of the different categories.
1: You mentioned uh, throughout this season there were times where, like, you were still, you know, looking at the Chiefs as a potential team that can make a run, but also. You know, there were a lot of reasons to be concerned here locally when we talked about this team. It was the offense, clearly, and whether or not they were still trying to be you know an offense that they were in 2022 or, or 2021. Now it seems like they're willing to lean into the running game a little bit. Have you noticed that? And do you think that is part of the formula for them still the rest of the way?
2: Well, I think that it, it, it's see, at times yes, leaning into the running game matters, and that that's really matchup based, but it has been very obvious for a very long time that the offense has to flow through Kelsey and Rasheed Rice and Rasheed Rice in particular, I think, you know, around the midpoint of the season, it was very clear that he was the number one wide receiver and the most reliable receiver. But I think wasn't what wasn't entirely clear and something that has uh, come into focus more and more as the season has gone on. And certainly over the wildcard weekend is how to use him. Um, You know, his route tree has, I think the the priority of this offense is to get the football in his hands so that he can produce after the cash. That's the only way. Really, you're um, explosive in a reliable fashion. Uh, And uh, his emergence has been so key to me and will continue to be key as uh, you you guys go deeper into the postseason. And Patrick Mahomes, I think, clearly believes in him, uh, which is another thing that's incredibly important.
0: You had mentioned the Chiefs' defense. We're biased here, obviously. We both think that they're the best defense remaining in the playoffs. I think for a majority of the year, we both thought they were the best defense in the league. Do you think they're better than Baltimore if they ran into that? Or or what stands out about the Chiefs' defense to
2: you? I don't think they're better than Baltimore. I'll start there. I think Baltimore is the best defense. I think just uh, what they've done particular against the Shanahan tree offenses, the Niners and the Dolphins and back-to-back weeks was a, extraordinary. They're just, they're, they're similar though, to the chiefs in terms of like how the game, the brilliance, of the game plans, how well coached they are, the use of disguise. I just think the spine of this Ravens defense is so good. The, the linebackers and safeties linebackers in particular um, are so well coached. And that's so, um, they're so well suited for playing the best offenses because you really have to have very good linebacker play. And I think we're seeing teams like Philadelphia and Dallas suffer because they didn't have that sort of talent, the linebacker position. Now that said, Chiefs linebackers are very good. And I, and I think the Chiefs play with a level of physicality on defense that um, the Ravens are the only team I would really compare them to Niners in the past maybe, but I think actually the Chiefs have overtaken them in that regard. The um the, the the way that these cornerbacks and safeties hit and linebackers hit and tackle is so impressive. And I think when we look back at this Chiefs season versus previous seasons, and and what has been the priority of roster construction, what they've done with the assets from the Tyree Kill trade, all of that, it is that physicality that stands out. I mean, you guys, like two or three years ago, the tackling was probably the single biggest problem with this football team it's why jamar chase would go off against them and turn like eight yard slants into 20 yard gains now they're arguably the best tackling team left i I think baltimore gives them around for their money so that's so impressive and it is the identity of this group
0: okay so now their biggest issue is drops (laughs) so i can just (laughs) pretty clearly i can establish that now i think you'd put the stat out that they had lost 360 yards or so in team drops this year? Like, I, and I know everyone has a different perspective. Is it just curable come postseason? Can you just be like, well, maybe they'll catch it this time?
2: Uh, yes and no. Drops are weird, right? Because sometimes they come and go. Some players will never get over it. Some players, it's random. Um, it's not like a totally predictive stat. Um, I think the reason why it's it's more of an issue, it's not like the drop rate is not, it, it's the most in the NFL so we start there. Um, But it's kind of I think the nature of the drops and big moments, some of the downfield opportunities to MVS in particular stand out as being so crippling and and why this offense isn't explosive. There's a few reasons, but that's one of them. I think for this, because the offense, the way that they're built, uh, and I had uh, Mitch Schwartz on uh, my podcast and we talked about this in depth, one drop, one hold, one false start can derail the whole thing in a way that they can't compensate for it the way they couldn't pass with like a downhill completion, tire kill, you know? So I think that's why they kind of feel much more impactful. Um, I think though, however, even though Kelsey and Rice aren't immune to drops themselves, um, they're able to compensate for it with the production they get with the ball in their hands and their reliability otherwise. So I think, zeroing in on them and focusing on them, even if they have one or two drops in this game, doesn't necessarily mean that the offense won't be able to function.
1: We're talking to Mita Kimes times of ESPN. I think Cody asked you a little bit to start this interview about the two teams and not the quarterbacks, but the teams, you know, who had an advantage in certain, certain spots. What, what's the area where you think could truly decide this game? Like, is there something that's glaring to you where you're like, Hey, if, if, if this p- specific player goes off, this team is in
2: trouble. Well, uh I think the the thing that i'm I'm really eyeballing these bills' injuries because if, for example, Taryn Johnson, who's their slot, doesn't play, that is so you know I mentioned the the way the Chiefs used rice in the wild card ground, um, the ability for him to produce on those inbreaking routes, those crossers if if the bills are injured in any way at widebacker lot or up the middle. I, I, I really think that they'll be able to take advantage of that. Uh, Kansas City will. So that jumps out to me. Um, you know, Isaiah Pacheco didn't play in Week 14. You guys know that. Um, and I think there, the, the run game really is different with him on the field. I do think that they'll be able to run the ball on Buffalo. Um, so that's another thing I think that sort of tilts me in the favor of the Chiefs offense on that side of the ball. And then, and then defensively um, You know, this this Bill's offense, they killed you guys with James Cook last time. I think that the Chiefs will be better prepared for that this time. Very curious to see how they deploy their person, what sort of Steve Spagnuolo does to fix that and to address the threat of Josh Allen running. But I think um, they're really consistent. They just, you know, I I can count on that unit, perhaps more than the Chiefs offense or the Bill's defense. So I I have a lot of belief in them.
0: Did you think Josh Allen was fake sliding on his electric run in the last
2: round? I I saw a clip, uh, someone posted a uh, highlight reel of him sort of head faking. I don't think it's, I I think he is definitely taking advantage of the rules a little bit um, and playing off of defenders, you know, uh, fear of breaking the rules when it comes to contacting quarterbacks. But he's also such a dynamic and, and terrifying runner on his own. I don't really think it matters.
1: Lastly, before we let you go, Mina, appreciate the time. Earlier on Saturday, we know before the Chiefs even play on Sunday, they'll know whether or not they have a chance to host an AFC title game, depending on if Baltimore beats Houston. C.J. Stroud, I mean, I think we all can see where he is headed in his trajectory. Do you think they got enough, though, to go on the road and knock off Lamar Jackson?
2: I've got the Ravens, um, not because of Stroud, although I think he certainly faces a more, I think a a really unique challenge with this Baltimore defense and and schematically what they can do, but more so the other side of the football. Uh, You know, Texans defense is really improved and really impressive, but they're weak in ways that I think Baltimore can take advantage of them uh, just versus the play action pass, deep balls. Um, This Ravens offense is really good at attacking outside the numbers in a way they haven't been over the course of Lamar Jackson's career. So, for me, I, I'm just betting on Lamar on the offense because of the defense across the field for them.
1: Mina Kimes of ESPN, you, of course, can see her on NFL Live. Also, check out the Mina Kimes show featuring Lenny on the YouTube channel as well. And uh, what, around the horn, first take, you name it. Mina, really appreciate
0: the time.
2: Thanks, guys. Good luck.
0: Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone.